Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Jack's yeah. got the fervor. Yeah, he does. And so he's like, you can he see does. it. Look, yeah. look. Ha ha, I'm right. Cool you bastards are working. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. So, Does, you know, I just ghost the bastard. Fuck you. you. <laughs> <I know. laughs> um, yeah. Is it up? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's it. She said, before nice. we begin, <laughs> the summer of gooder continues. Just a few more weeks, you guys. Make sure to grab your discount code of PackFiller15 before they are gone. Great fitting, polarized lenses, non-slip frames. And I don't know, Paul, if you noticed, they have an all-black now. Uh, Got to get it. Of the big dogs. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called. I ordered a pair. I'm going to look. I didn't even know that either. Uh, all black, no no pink on the on the, yeah. anything on it. Good. All dialed in. And I, I ordered that and another pair of the, uh, are they the VRGs, Jackson? Yes. the I ordered, They have a pair of all black ones of those, too. Right. I was just like, fuck, those are mine. Mm-hmm. Mine. And I used my personal code of PackFiller15. Mm-hmm. I did. I got 15% off, and it was awesome. Uh, use the link, PackFiller.com. Be sure to include the, that code, PackFiller15. We've had some confusion about entering the code, and you couldn't find a place to enter the code. Personally, I it was staring me in the face, and I entered at the checkout or before yeah, at, right checkout. at checkout. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Boom. Bing, the bing, new boom. the new ones are called Foot Wedgers Anonymous, and they're all black with a <laughs> like a rose lens. Yeah, like that color. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm very happy. So there we go. Uh, thanks, Gooder. Also, let's throw some thanks to the very one Scratch Labs, the home for the best tasting, easy on the gut fuel for your ride. Big thank, big thanks to Scratch Labs. Uh, make sure you are staying on top of your hydration game, everybody. And lastly, let's throw some thanks to Untapped Maple. I haven't mentioned them in a while, and I realized I was like, I, I get these moments in the middle of the night. Uh, <laughs> is it an age thing where you wake up and go, <gasps> and I don't know why. Last night I was like, fuck, I haven't said Untapped Maple in a while. So I'm going to say Untapped Maple. Great tasting energy source using the purest Vermont maple syrup, gel, waffles, and drink mixes to get you through personally the gels are the easiest way in my opinion to grab 100 calories on the go quick going down a little shot of water behind it smooth flavor no bad aftertaste get to packfiller.com click the link 
and find out what Ted King himself discovered, other than the fact that he's fertile and he has two babies. <laughs> did you bad? interview that guy? I did. Huh. Oh. And his wife, Laura. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Both on the archives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, can I hit two sound effects at once? I can. Oh, wow. <laughs> You're talented. It's almost, like, it's almost like I planned that. Am I sweating? Am I the only one sweating? No. 71 in here. Now that thanks to my new weather station, courtesy of my daddy. I've got goosebumps. You have goosebumps? Yeah, so you're cold. Okay. Oh, well, fine then. We are live. This is Life on Two Wheels. This is the Pack Filler live from the Rib Break Bar. Apparently, my, my, my spell check changed it to Rib Break Bar. That has a whole Adam and Eve shit going on. And the one and only Spokane, Washington. If you're with us live, don't hesitate to play along either on YouTube through the chat. I think Jax is monitoring the YouTube. Or uh, through our social media channels. Um, there we go. Well... They're saying cross is coming more frequently. I'm seeing a shit ton of it. Pumpkin spice is on the horizon. And the last of the Grand Tours is underway. Summer is coming to a close, but I, I'm not. I'm not willing to let it go yet. Am I the only one? No. no. Okay, good. Because it's, it's like fucking 90 today. I mean, give me a, give me a break. Welcome to the Pack Filler. I'm Pat Bolger, your host. We are... With me are the usual suspects of opinions, controversies, and expertise. Let's get to know them, shall we? Yes, we shall. Gentlemen, please respond to your introduction with an answer to tonight's question. Pancakes or waffles? By the way, it's International Waffle Day. Pancakes or waffles, why your choice and how should they be served? How should they be served? First of all, he's the only guy in the room who owns a TT bike. Mr. Paul Main. How are you, man? I feel. I'm feel. You feel? I am feel. That's, that's uh, feel? Fine. Alexander Fine. Usyk, the heavyweight champion. Oh. That's his little trade thing. Oh. He doesn't speak English very well. He's from Ukraine. It's like I am Groot. He, he's, he, people are saying, you know, how do you feel right before the fight? And he says, I am feel. I'm very feel. Feel? And he won this Saturday. And it was... For the Ukraine, he purchased. No shit. I know I'm going off. No, he purchased. Was he a, the guy? Who, okay, no, keep going. I mean, well, I'm he the, with the fight. The Br- British fighter is is Anthony uh, Joshua, and he's like an Adonis, six foot six gorilla. Boom, you know. What kind of is this MMA? Is this boxing? no? This is, is boxing. This, okay, yeah. I, I am I a just boxing say, person. You yeah, are a hundred percent. Really? Yeah, it's fencing. It's okay. basically fencing with fists. <laughs> so. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of strategy. It's like, you know, I know a lot of people yeah. think they're just, my wife says, I can't believe you watch this. It, there's just grown men beating each other senseless. And I said, not necessarily. So is bike racing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we just dump drugs in ourselves yeah. instead. So, um, but anyway, he, he, you know, Usyk was in in the war. He had already claimed he beat uh, uh, AJ for the title. And AJ put in for a rematch. And he had to answer. He wasn't going to do it. He's going to give up his belt. And the citizens of Ukraine, all the military people are like, no, do it for Ukraine. Really? He comes back. He trains. He had actually lost weight. He had to gain weight and get back into the ring. Wins again. But in order, his, his clause was in order to do the fight. I think this is cool. He want, uh, purchased the, because it's a pay-per-view. Purchase the rights for all of Ukraine to watch it for free. Really? Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. 
So, anyway, I am Theo. I'm very Theo. That's a really interesting segue. The guy I, is... I'm kind, of, I'm kind of glad we went down that path. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a good yeah. guy. Oh. And he did it for the country. His country. I, I feel like an asshole to ask you waffles or pancakes. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, it's... What do you think? I want to say... You got you to gotta go full Belgian. You're going yeah, waffles, waffles, right? Yeah. And how should they be served? Uh, as they say in Ghent, at least, yeah. nature, which means natural. It's just plain. Really? Not even a dusting no. of powdered sugar or anything? Oh, like no, that? no, no, no. no. See, see, that would, that would see be, that, that would be the like the Brussels style, or it's kind of a cake style. Okay. So they have different types of waffles there, too. As far as I know, there may be more. I've but never the other been ones, there, like the street so food ones, know. are really good, mm-hmm. and they're... Yeah. yeah, and it's it's not a batter there. It is actually a dough. It has yeast. Now, I've also seen uh, a waffle served with herring on top, which <sighs> on a genuinely I I looks that. disgusting. I think I saw it on an Anthony Bourdain or something mm-hmm. like that. In Belgium? Yeah, hmm. uh, like from a street vendor. Yeah, maybe. They, there's all kinds. Revolting. You can get it with Nutella. You can get it with yeah. whatever. Some, so you're you know. just plain. You're natural. Yeah, I like How it. natural. They call it nature. Okay. Yeah. Right on. Mm-hmm. Second of all, he's the only guy in the room who has electronic shifting. Mr. Uh, Jackson yeah, Bolger, yeah. you are. I mean, yeah. How are you? Yeah, man? I'm and good. And disc brakes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, yeah, actually, because Jack's not with yeah. us. You are yeah. the only one with disc brakes, too. On your um, road bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Waffles or pancakes? I think pancakes sometimes can be a little too much, you know? Really? Yeah. I think they, like, what for breakfast, I feel like, for me at least, sometimes a heavy breakfast can lead to like a lot of like stomach and gut bomb yeah you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. so i like i do like waffles and i i mean i kind of like all of them like the the untapped the mm-hmm. um the stroop waffles i really like oh those waffles yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But i was talking like breakfast waffles. i was about to say but yeah, yeah, yeah. but i think the best way for me i like them served is um i really like like a strawberry sauce with like sliced strawberries in them and then like some whipped cream <laughs> <laughs> I really like those. The kidney still comes out. Yeah. It's like, I mm-hmm. want the big dessert. <laughs> but the sprinkles? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's a place in Portland called the Waffle Window, and they... Oh, I just yeah. spilled on myself. You got a but drinking anyway. problem. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they, it's, they do really good stuff there. They and that's do. That's where I would... I mi- That's the one place in Portland, restaurant-wise, I think I miss. Yeah. Yeah, that, I've, I've been there once with you, and it was really. What kind of waffles so are they? They're just like a just, batter type. It's a, I, I'm, I'm assuming it's a batter style. I wouldn't think so. Yeah, they mm-hmm. call them the Belgian Belgian. Looks style. like an American. It's thick. Yeah, I mean it's big, but it's not. Yeah. Like yeah. But you can get whatever you want on it. You mm-hmm. can get savory. You can yeah. get sweet, mm-hmm. which I I like the option of both. Yeah, so. it's good. Um, I was going to say this for Jack because he's not here, but but he is not here. So I will say Jack's introduction so he can text us live tomorrow when he <laughs> listens to the show. He's the only guy in the room who's been known to actually train in a skin suit, Mr. Jack Broadhead. Do you guys, have you guys ever, I mean, other than training for a TT. Yeah. I just, anybody that's the only time I've ever used suit? it was last yeah. Sundays. Yeah. Or a crit, right? A crit. Mm-hmm. I wore mine for the crit. That was it. Yeah. I've, I think I've worn mine when, um, I've been out of sh- my shorts are dirty and it's the winter. So I'll wear it as like a base layer, but I, I would never, I, I can't train. I'm too, I'm too self-conscious. So oh my. people looking at my midriff. <laughs> midriff. 
<laughs> I'm the ugly. So uh, to Jack, Jack trained in a skin suit the other day. So good on you, Jack. Um, and I bet he's a waffle guy too. You think? I yeah. don't know. Yeah, probably. Jack because be pancakes, usually that so. lends itself to putting different toppings on. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Me, I'm the only guy in the room who pre-funks the show with a shot of bourbon. I'm Pat Bolger. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Do you My just wa- pound it back? No, I sip. Slowly oh. sip. I do the I do the big fat ice cube and you know and stuff mm. like that and just sip it and talk to my wife before I come down and yeah um, I prefer waffles I'm not gonna lie I prefer waffles and this is funny we all prefer waffles mm-hmm. but we live in a pancake culture yep. um, but they are a bit more labor intensive because I'm the one who cooks so when I'm lazy I'll make flat out pancakes but uh, and I'm too lazy I do make the instant. You know, but I you put an egg in it and yada 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 like a bisquick, yeah, like, mm-hmm. crusties, rusty cracks, <laughs> as my uncle used to call them, rusty cracks. Um, and if I had a, a little bit of butter and um, pure, really good maple syrup, that's yeah. that's how. I, but you know what? I have, and this is this this is ah, ah, sponsor mention. I do. I have been known to sometimes put the raspberry uh, untapped mm-hmm. gel on it. Fucking good. It's really good. And extra, you know, calories oh. for the ride. Yeah. <laughs> People wonder why I have a weight problem. Um <laughs> let's get straight to the point, you guys. Who's been riding? Uh Jackson, I know your answer, but you can go ahead and, and answer anyway. Yeah, I did today. You did? Uh huh. Yeah. Um climbed in the pure heat. Um that sucked, but yeah. you know, other than that, it was good how, to go out. How far'd you go? Like twenty four. I did a loop pretty close to my own. Mm-hmm. Abode. Sure. Yeah. Diary Chapel yeah. kind of a thing. Yeah. Nothing really that crazy. But I did. I was climbing halfway up and then I was like, wow, it's, it's really hot. Just, you know, sitting here in the dead wind of this climb. And so I was going pretty hard. And then after a while, I said, you know, no one's around me. I'll just turn. Back off. I'll just take it easy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, there yeah. was no, you know, when it's super hot, there's no point to just really go hard on it. So yeah. just kind of took it easy until I got to the top and. Let my heart rate go down because I'm not wanting to have to stop on the side of the road. <laughs> um, and then is that was that the first ride of the week? Yeah, yeah, me too. I, mm-hmm. I we took a week off. Basically, I took a week off. I I rode last Monday or Tuesday, probably Tuesday, and that's been it. And then I rode yesterday. Um, I I got out and. I was because it was kind of hazy and cloudy and kind of rainy in the morning. I was like, "Oh, it's going to be cool. I'm going to go out for a ride." Yay! And then by the time I was midway through my ride, it was in the 90s already. So, yeah. but but it was it was nice to get out and, you know, pedal around and and do something. But I th- I would consider the two of us kind of took a week off. Yeah, I mean, say? at this point I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I feel like everybody's kind of getting in the mindset of starting to take time off anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Except Mr. Yeah. Paul Main, he's got a race this weekend. How, yep. How's your ride rate week been? Um, I, I can't even remember. It's all been blurred, but obviously <laughs> I've been getting about four rides a week, oh, yeah. which has been good. I mean, uh, that's less than normal in the good old days. But, yeah. Um, and I mentioned that I'm heavier than I have been, and you know, in the last 15 years in other podcasts. So um, <laughs> I lost five pounds in the last two weeks. Shit, dude. Nice. Well, and I might explain. Sunday, I did a, just a dry run on my little course that I cr- created on um, up by my house. Oh, yeah. And I took off. And the winds, it's coolie high. Were you in the skin suit? Were you in the skin, skin suit? suit? 
disc, yeah. you know. Felt like, felt bad. Yeah, uh, yeah. Felt Even dirty. arrow helmet. Felt I, dirty. I had to drive. I had to drive there because I didn't want anybody to catch. <laughs> and I parked at that that Seventh Day Adventist little church where we get water all sure. the time. Oh, up there. Yeah. Oh and yeah, yeah. I yeah. parked in the corner so that you couldn't see me from the road. Suited up. I'm hideous. Don't look. <laughs> so then I, I made sure there was no traffic and hopped on and stayed as low as I could. And, and I wore glasses for the wow. first time. Because I didn't. I was, I was incognito. I didn't want anybody to see me. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, and I'm riding. I'm like, wow, I, I really don't feel all that good. But that's just, you know, that's just the way it goes. This yeah. is Sunday. Yeah, okay. And 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 I'm thinking just dump everything. Doesn't matter. This is a dry run. It wasn't getting any better. And it wasn't getting any better. And I'm got my head down and just just pissed off cuz I'm feeling like shit on the turnaround so I'm 12 and a half miles into it. And I'm thinking, oh, "Fuck, I just went an extra like 600 meters past my turnaround point." <laughs> so I turned around and came back the other way, and I was just like all the way where I should be slamming it, like 30 plus miles an hour yeah. on that course. I could barely turn the cranks. The wind was coming directly from, it would be the south. So it wasn't really, we usually get a southwest wind and that's why it's really fast and slight downhill. I was laboring and laboring and I got home. I was smashed after 25 miles. What? And I thought, this is bad. This is very, very bad. Yeah. Yeah. I am not field. So, you know, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and you know, of course, my dauber's down. It's like fuck. Now there's seven guys in our group. We're the we're the largest group. My age group is it? Or is the largest category besides Cat Five, which are free. <laughs> so we're the idiots that paid. There's seven. It might be more now, but and I'm thinking if I if I get seventh, I'll be so bummed. Do you have any? reasoning as to why i mean was uh, it positioning it was it just well like i said loss of weight you know what i did i like all of a sudden just went too much too fast too hard yeah you know instead of gradually working into it, it's like oh god i gotta do this like cramming for a test <laughs> i don't know um maybe a little bit diet wise um uh i know i didn't drink that much and water and everything mm-hmm. I, I i always drink plenty of this but oh yeah, yeah well. beer and um That's good hydration. but you know i thought it could have been i didn't feel dehydrated but it was i mean I, i'm actually still kind of bummed it's been two days i'm just shattered because it was nasty so now how many times you've been on the tt bike this year this year three yeah. three three times do you equate maybe it's because of that uh, the uh, position offset or or something no because like that? even the one the first time was a dry run and I was with uh, with Jack, yeah. and the position was way off. I knew it was. I just wanted a baseline, and you know, I did almost as fast with with thirty two spoke wheels, sure, and standard just floppy jersey and everything, and not even kitted out. It's just a bad day. It was bad, yeah. Shit but day. but you know how that's the demons are in your yeah, head now. Yeah, yeah. So no, but, I know yeah. about the demons. Yeah. In the head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you know, there's always next year. And don't, the thing don't, is, yeah, no, it well, is. That's my mantra. I always think that you need one bad day before 
to sh- to get that out of your system. That's because you're a theater major. Well, no, bad <laughs> dress equals good show. I think, yeah, exactly. And yeah. I and I also think about last year. I did really bad in the Ellensburg. Couldn't even finish it. That's true. Didn't finish BWR. I yeah, I think that's how it always is. I think nope, you gotta we'll have a bad out. day and we'll then see. you get a good day. We'll see if your theory works, because it's. I mean, I'll I'll lay down the line to the point where yeah, I'll yeah. puke, but. I mean, if you if you just don't have it, some days you're just like I I was just baffled. But you know, you have those days. I'm just I, having I that year. I can't believe <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to say this, but all, I almost wish you had uh, power on the bike so you could see what kind of yeah. And I, you know that would be that would be interesting be, just because the wind was unique on yeah, that. Yeah. And and I have when I first made the course out and I created the course. I was on my road bike, and I was a mile and a half, a mile an hour slower on a regular road bike than I was with all kitted out, and so obviously uh, there's something wrong. Something was, yeah. Uh, well, and I spun the wheels. Check your brakes. You know, yeah. I, okay, okay. Uh, so yeah, spun yeah, yeah. the cranks. You took the chain off, and you're like, well, no, what's going wow. on? So it was just, I think, a combination of stuff. But it's behind me, and we'll find out Sunday. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, do you, uh, and, and do you know the course itself at all? Uh, yeah. I know uh, you do your recon. <clears throat> yes. So. Um, but I plan on driving it before. I haven't determined. Mm-hmm. I got to get with Sam, see if w- I have a friend who moved from Spokane that lives in Wenatchee. And if I can find a piece of the floor. Yeah. You know, oh, so you might, you're going to go over the night before. Maybe. Yeah. 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 That'd be. Because start times are around 8 o'clock, is which it? is about a three oh. hour drive from Spokane. So. Oh, wow. Okay. That's right. I usually get up at five in the morning anyway. So. Um, Jackson, do you have any events or anything on the horizon or are we going to just because I'm saying this because I don't have any and are are we just going to kind of spend the rest of the summer and the fall just kind of enjoying each other's company and going for bike rides? I mean, yeah, anymore. I'm starting to think about next year's RC3. Oh, yeah. Are you really? Yeah. Okay. Um, Okay. I just starting to think about things I need to or things I want to work on next year or maybe I want things to stay the same you know just stuff like that um I think next year I mean I am getting married next year but that's a pretty early mm-hmm. summer yeah um so there's you know a free possibility to look for other stuff around the state around the region so just maybe I'll go to Vancouver next year and see if I can do a state championship crit yeah yeah but it's kind of in the next year for for now, and I think that's okay. Just you know, yeah. mm-hmm. seasons are turning, and I'm I'm fine with our our weekend rides that we all yeah don't say are competitive, but then we all race each other up at <laughs> climbs. Exactly. And oh, so yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Oh really? Uh, we do that? Huh? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I used to, I usually make a commitment to uh, I I usually try to say twenty start lines every year, and because of the lack of racing, I I'm I I did the math. I'm I'm at 14 and I'm not gonna get six more this year. There's not. You could do Zwift races. Yeah, those don't count. Good virtual, for you. Good virtu- for you. Virtual start <laughs> lines don't count for me. I mean, you. I'm, I'm talking about a a physical, a, financi- a financial kind of a commitment. Go to the event, be a part of the event, and compete with with real people. Um. So I don't. Yeah, I don't see myself getting six more races in. There is a. Uh, uh, Wednesday night cyclocross series coming up here um, that our city. Well, cross is coming. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but they are doing it in September and October, I think. Uh, on who's, Wednesday who's night. doing it this year? Um, it's 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 some guys, some friends of ours, uh, Christian Drayson and and the Bike Hub guys. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and uh, Josh Topsrud, who uh, Josh has been on a live show a while ago, and Chris has been on the show several times. Um, good good local support for the racing community, and they and they're putting together a, a Wednesday night kind of in the vein of the mountain bike series but it's going to be cross and they're going to do um the every yeah every wednesday i'll get to cross <laughs> <laughs> but other than that I, I don't really have anything in it and it kind of bumps me out and so i just you know what about uh, cda fondo have you guys still kind of battled that around we kind of brought it up on our long drive this week but yeah. we never came to a conclusion it's a tough one because it's over, isn't it? One sixteen, the full Fondo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You uh, don't have to do the. You full can do the fondo. ninety. Yeah, yeah. I think committing myself to another, another, you know, racing almost a hundred miles. Yeah, it's a, it's something I'd have to more consider, consider, you know, because we did that earlier in the summer and that, sure. that hurt. Um, but it's not a, a hard no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you. I'm kind of with with you guys, you know. I yeah. I, I, if I did, I mean, it, it, I feel like you're. Was 119 miles, I think. Yeah, and and the, there's a loop, so you can do you can turn off at 90. And the loop to get the 120, you go up this climb, which really does not. Yeah, you know, bode well for me. <laughs> so. Um, so you're like fuck. I yeah, don't I don't turn. know. I yeah. want to turn. Yeah. We I could remake turn. our our chafe, but we could be the top three. Yeah, yeah. But, well, shit. Uh, yeah, I, I'm sure there's some ringers that show up that one. <laughs> but so uh, yeah, okay. But and it's it, like a hundred and some dollars, a hundred fifty, yeah. sixty bucks. Yeah, it's mm. like really. Yeah. Wow. Might that's have just punched my I, ticket. I, I, could, <laughs> I, I, I think that's what it is. I'm yeah. not sure. I, I mean, I remember looking. I was like, oh, man, that's almost that's a stage race. Yeah, you know, but for I don't want to. I don't want to throw any shade on him because I could be totally wrong. But I, I, I remember just kind of set back like uh, that. Kind of made Ouch. more of a yeah imprint. Do you really want to do this? Yeah, yeah. Because last year we all signed up for it and <laughs> we didn't go because yes. it was super heavy. raining like a motherfucker yeah, on yeah, that yeah. day. So yeah, yeah. All right. Well, hey, um, I had some other questions, but uh, in the sense of time, let's get to the, let's get to the news, shall we? We got some big headlines to talk about. News is brought to us by our friends at Athletic Brewing. You know, by, by now, best beer turnatives. I just came up with that term. Beer turnatives. Get a great variety, great taste, and low alcohol to keep you down. And to, to not, to, to slow. Wow. <laughs> well, that's. I'm not drinking, no. <laughs> Get to Packville, click the link, grab some fine athletic brewing <laughs> offerings today. Hey, you guys, in case you didn't know, Primos is. Primos in prime form. Any shreds of doubt about his form on his objectives of the Vuelta Espana this year were swept aside in less than a kilometer today as the Yumbo Visma rider powered to the front of the pack and into the lead on the tough uphill finish on stage four. Um, so questions, uh, question marks over his form and whether he could go forth for a fourth straight title were uh, bound to be pres- present after a month away from racing and is enforced to ban the Tour de France, which was his team's call, not his call, which I find very interesting. Um, 
back injuries is what kind of fucked him up, not to mention a hay bale. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know, a really, really bad stage. Um, so any thoughts on uh, I, I, I'm, I'm assuming we're all at least up to speed on uh, on highlights and things like that. Um, any dis- thoughts on the decision to show his cards this early? We're only four stages into a three week tour. I think it was um, an early sign like sign that he's here to that he's here to win again. Yeah. But I don't think he'll keep the jersey. And I think he is willing to, like, let it go to other, like, breakaway riders for a little bit. I mean, it is, what, the fourth day? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that he'll be willing to let that go to other breakaway riders. But then when it comes to the big days, I think he'll be willing to take that back. Because it really showed that he's he's here to play. And he's, yeah. he's probably here to win again. Because I, I don't know. When I look at the – when I look at the – the whole sheet of, of names that are starting, I don't know if I see a lot barring Jai Hindley that can really mm-hmm. take it to him. Paul? Well, I think uh, I agree with Jackson. I think that uh, he's going to put forth effort you know, on all stages that some GC threats are going mm-hmm. to you know come after him. But if, they're, if a breakaway goes up, I think he's not going to have a problem letting it go. Mm-hmm. You know, But um, I think uh, – Yumbo Visma was flexing their muscle because they they oh, they set up for day that whole yeah they yeah and not really I mean they they played their cards right they didn't like go to the front and control the whole thing they were a part of con- controlling they didn't and they already had the red jersey anyway they had the leader in yeah, there yeah so have since day one yeah yeah <clears throat> so and and this might be one of those things where just to stamp their authority after winning the tour. Is having the red jersey from start to finish in the in the Vuelta, but crazy. we don't know. Yeah. And and uh, Pepe York said one thing that that the Vuelta da- has that no other, not the Giro or the or, or the Tour has, is it is you don't know what's going to happen in the in Vuelta. It's so unpredictable because there's people in different shapes. Some are just hit what you yeah. think are going to good, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, that oh I raced the Giro and I won. They come in there and it's like oh there's not anything in the tank or yeah. they've recovered and done better than you think. It, it's it's a mixed bag. So now I I think I posed this question to you guys last week. Um, is this a does this just race just work for Roglic or is this a well fuck nothing else worked out. I'm gonna win this. You know, it, it, I don't know why. It's just I don't want to belittle the beauty of the Welta because I'm starting to realize, man, this is going to be a really good race. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's been I, I'm not going to lie. The first three days were kind of like me. I just checked headlines and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, caught caught a little bit of glimpses of here and there. Um, but but there's a, a, a stacked field mm-hmm. in this race. And, and, and this is, is not something to to poo poo. Yeah, I think that uh I said poo poo. <laughs> yeah. I yes, think uh not only is it co- it can't be coincidental after 3 years. You know, I think that after a while you start to realize that this race probably does really fit Roglic, you know. I wonder yeah. if I wonder if he can really perform in the heat um and everything. Um but I also think that this this steep parkour that is always characteristic of the Vuelta really fits him and Paul, you were saying earlier that it's it's very much in 
Roglic's style that he can keep with everybody and he just has enough to power mm-hmm. everybody uh, power away from everybody and that's what it kind of seemed like in today's finish that it was I mean it was explosive yeah like like he can be but he I mean he was he's always there at the very clinical times so I think that or yeah clinical yeah that'd be the right word mm-hmm. um yeah but I think that after a while it it's not just a coincidence that he's the best at this race I think that he will probably pull on that leader's jersey at the end of the race because it just this race this race fits him and they, i i also think that they brought the best team when yeah. you really look at the yeah. Paper, yeah yeah when you look at the roster that they brought it's like they didn't bring like a b team like they did yeah. like they do to the zero they really target this one um should remco evenepoel be considered on target should he I'm going to leave. This is just my little tip of the iceberg for my Remco available questions because <laughs> um, should he be satisfied where he is? 27 seconds back, sixth place. Um, he was in that. He was at the pointy end of the peloton, especially in the in the finale today. Um, I'm going to just throw all my Remco questions out at once. I'm going to just diary him out. Um, should he be satisfied? Is Remco a true contender for for the final in the Vuelta? And my last one is, should we just lighten up and quit comparing Remco to other riders? To we, we talked about this before we went live today to to an Eddie Merckx to things like that. I've never understood the concept of of this constant comparison. And yes, we did talk about this on the Cycling Legends show. I'm going to plug them too. Um, but I but I'd like to I'd like your intake on some of that stuff. It, especially when it comes to a guy like Remco or even, you know, Wild Van Aert. Well, I think on the first question, is he should he be satisfied at 27 seconds back? I think he should be. I think, um, you know, looking at the parkour, I think there's there's definitely stages where they've marked where they're going to have to do something. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they have the team to really kind of set him up like Yumbo oh, yeah. Visma. You know, yeah. Um, so they have to play their cards what they have. You know, um, as in, we'll find out. I mean, it'd be interesting to see. And I think that's what this is testing ground. Is okay. We're gonna play it smart, Remco. You do if, and it's the steep climbs that he seems to falter at. Then that that, that it, you've just defined the Vuelta. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this year, exactly. there, I think there's only one above category. There's a lot of ones and twos, oh, but really? they're like in a series, though. They're mm-hmm. not easy, and it just yeah. because it's or category doesn't mean, you know, like oh, you, you know, one the category one's nothing. Yeah. When you race and people are smashing every one, two, three category climb, and you got a chase to get back on because you got dropped. That last cat one's gonna just, yeah. you know, put a fork in you. So, but comparing to Merckx, that's that's a that's a Belgian thing, and we talked about, like you said before the show. I mean, it seems like everybody has a baseline. You brought up, you know, even in soccer, every nation has like he's the next, and we yeah. even yeah. use the Beatles. People use that as the next pop, you yeah. know, rock type of thing. Is like this is like the next Beatles, and it's like that's just a kiss of death. Yeah. So um, I I think he's extremely talented. I don't think he has bike handling skills like <laughs> most of, most of the people. And I think he maybe he's catching on. But mind you, he's only been racing a bike for five years. Yeah, and to be at that level, yeah, that's uh, yeah. I've got thirty one years on that guy. 
Yeah. <laughs> racing. Wish I could go yeah. as fast as him. <laughs> Jax, I'm going to ask you about a, a different question. And I'm sorry to, unless you have some like. Keep going. Raider, razor. Ineos with uh, Richard Carapaz, please, uh, at 33 seconds in seventh period. Seventh period. God, who's starting, who's starting school mindset. here soon? Yeah. In, in seventh place. Um, so thoughts on the Ineos plan. And if they're going to ride for Carapaz, the world knows Richard Carapaz is going to uh, EF, mm-hmm. uh, Easy Post, this next year. I've, I've, I've always had a difficult time understanding this mentality of this, oh, they're riding for another team next year, fuck them. You know, we're not going to take you to any more parties. You know, we're taking our toys and going home. You've got a guy who is a, you know, a Grand Tour contender on a team yeah under contract uh, use it um but but what talk to me what you think about Ineos and what you think might be some of the mentalities you know yeah swirling around in the team bus um i think i i keep mentioning uh their roster but i keep really looking down at it um i think that they i i mean i do agree with you first of all i think that it's really an odd idea to just say screw you to a rider who's really got a good chance of possibly winning this grand tour um but i also think that they're really looking at the prospects they have in the future you know they let him go they let andre amador go there yeah i think they're starting to really look towards that youthful side to build for the years to come and i think that's what ethan Hayter is he's a young rider who might not be at that peak yet but i think if they give him a lot of good support then i think they'll really benefit in the years to come and i think that's what is also difficult when it comes to ef is that they buy the almost 30 year olds or the 30 somethings (laughs) yeah yeah and it's a retirement party yeah yeah like trek yeah 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 yeah. and at that age (laughs) when you have younger explosive we should just call them shady acres or something like that one of those one of those restaurants blue light special exactly (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I think that there is just a mindset shift between um, what they used to be and what they're currently trying to be. Um, But I I mean, I think Carapaz at 33 seconds. Is that what you said? He, uh, Remco's at 20. Yeah, 33 seconds. Yeah, I think. Shit, I almost did it again. I think. uh, Is that bourbon? Yeah. (laughs) I think in all honesty, he is their, I think he is the second best in all of Hater this entire, is, who, or I, I think Carapaz yeah. is the second best in all of this mm-hmm. entire race. L- race, yeah, because yeah. I don't know if I see anybody else with the experience that he has to do to go three weeks deep in such a hard race against such a hard rival. So I think they should ride for him. I, I wish I understood this mentality of, of oh, you're, you're going to sign for a different team. But I, 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 I said, I think on another show. Um, when you go to the world champions championships, an entire nation is riding for a rider. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what trade team they're on. They're, that is the race. They're focused. You know, you know, Belgium is is riding for one particular rider. Why is the trade team situation different after a rider says he's going to leave next year? It's just such a bizarre mentality that people are like going, "Oh, fuck you! It we're, is. we're not going to let you win." I mean, I, I, I mean, maybe when it comes to UCI points, probably is what it makes sense 
in terms of but but Ineos wants to walk away from the from this race with a red jersey. Yeah. Well, I would disagree on the world championships. Really? Cuz there has been all kinds of stories about guys from different teams that don't have, you know, a country that doesn't have a lot of support that they are kind of you expect to do something. And and one of the stories... So there's a little trade team mm-hmm. involvement. Yeah. Mm. So one of the stories is Johan Museo went to... Uh, um, oh, no. Uh, trade teams? No, the, Johan Museo went to another rider. This is when he was oh. racing for oh, oh, Mape, okay, and, okay, okay. and his teammate was Andre Schmiel. Oh, Schmiel. Okay. And he says he asked him to do some work for him. And Andre Schmil's answer was, as far as I check, Moldovia, where he's from, is not a province in Belgium. Yeah. And there's like, what? How dare you? You know, we race on the same team. So th- I think that's happened in the past. Um, but I think, you know, I started thinking about Carapaz's situation. I don't think if they wanted to snub him, because um, uh, they wouldn't have tail- him. Yeah, yeah. exactly right. Because yeah. they, they, they're a prideful company. You know, Enios. Yeah. And and they got uh, Teo Gegenhardt, who hasn't really performed too well, but he's kind of sitting possibly in the wings. Yeah. But I think, yeah, they would they would definitely work for him for that. And I don't think Carapaz doesn't come off to me as a petty person like, oh, I can't give you a shit. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I'll help out the EF guys. I yeah. don't think that's going to happen. No, I don't either. Because EF already lost a minute in the TTT. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and and Carapaz is probably going, oh, Uh-oh, fuck. Uh, oh, God. Dylan. Can I, is yeah. that erasable ink on that contract? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, how about, do you think Sam Bennett is sitting back after two stage wins, thinking to himself, this is enough to justify a middle finger to Patrick Lefebvre? <laughs> Do you think it's enough, or do you think he? It's just a, he's he brought some something to his season, just enough. I feel bad, but they brought him to the Vuelta for a reason. Because there it, are no sprinters. It's yeah, and it's not a sprinter's race. I think it's more of a climber's race. I think if they want really, I think if Sam Bennett really wanted to say screw you to Patrick Lefebvre, I think he would have. I know it's not his decision, but I think he would have gone to the tour and then yeah. shown everybody, hey, I'm not done yet. Um, mind you, this is not, I mean, it's it, he is racing at a world tour level yeah. and it's not some, he's yeah. not racing against some slumps. But I think that, let's say, you know, Dylan Gronewagen, all of these big name riders or sprinters, Jasper Phillips and all these guys yeah. are there. It might be a different, might be a different game. Which I feel bad saying because I really do. I I like the guy. I think he's a nice person. I think Mad Pet, Mads Pedersen is going to win the the jersey. Watching yeah. him today mm-hmm. at the front in the final stretches yeah. of that final climb, Mad Pedersen's flying. Yeah, I yeah. and I picked him earlier. Well, I don't think I cursed him. I don't think Sam Bennett. I mean, maybe he is saying like "screw you," um, mm-hmm. you know, to to Lefebvre. But Some people say "screw you, Pat." Yeah, <laughs> I hear it all the time. Oh, that's really weird. Yeah, from your students phrase. and yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's just like a saying nowadays. Yeah, it, it is. is. It's really common. I've seen I it on a bumper sticker once. But I think I think my wife says it as a catchphrase. <laughs> what a coincidence! 
And you're thinking, really, tonight? Yeah. 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 Hey, there's a chance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jackson. Jackson's like, ew. Uh, oh, oh my, my mind's eye. I my drink's gone. Yeah. I need more. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, I think um, some of the reason LeFay let him go is, uh, this sounds terrible, and I don't know the guy, but I think he's a little bit of a, a mental midget a little bit. He seems fragile yeah. like Smokey. Yeah. You know, he, he, he was over the line, and Walter screams, market zero, over the line. Sorry, Smokey. You, Sorry. <laughs> you know how many people <laughs> don't know that. the film reference you just used? Big Lebowski. That was good. Big Lebowski uh, yeah, reference, yeah, yeah. 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 Over the line! <laughs> market <Bullshit>. zero. <laughs> market eight, dude. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. No. But I th- I think he is. I, I You know, I, I like the guy. I like Jackson, and I hope him for the best, but... Lefebvre needs an attitude, yeah. and that's why they're one. And he doesn't need somebody crying in the corner, and that's how he perceived him. You know, oh, I don't feel so good, or I got a bad knee. Yeah, I don't. You know, he writes a tight ship, and he he doesn't need a weak link in his group. So yeah, he's he's a jerk that way, but he's successful. I do want everybody to know I reached out to. Mr. Lefebvre to be on the show, uh-huh. um, not tonight, obviously, but as <laughs> as an interview, and and he responded. He responded very politely, but it was it was polite and blunt. Basically, a, a, I'm gonna paraphrase. Screw you, Pat. No, you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, he's basically like, no, thanks. And I'm like, all right, I understand. You know, all right, just, you know, just one of premier voices in cycling, but yeah. that's okay. <laughs> Just read my line. He he, he write, used to at least write yeah. an article in, yeah. in the Belgian paper. He did, so. Yeah. So uh, Roglic's race to lose still? Yes. I mean, we were saying that about Pagaccia and look where yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you yeah. Know, I think it's anybody races to anybody's race okay. to lose at this point. If you can stay upright, I mean, yeah, he, that's yeah the seriously. Yeah, yeah. You know, and the there's only one in the Giro when he and Nibli were like dicking around and watching each other and. That's when Carapaz won the Giro. Yeah. Because those guys were like, you know, no big deal. Well, mm-hmm. This is my threat. And then there's like, oh, God, he's got three minutes on us. <laughs> yeah. Now what? <laughs> but in the in the tour, to be honest with you, it, uh, that one when Pogaccia got his first win, I mean, he was there. Everybody thought for sure. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. just he went against somebody so spectacular that everybody yeah. would agree is Pogaccia is one of a kind. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, does anybody have any points outside of Roglic for their for their Vuelta standings? Um, I have Roglic. I have Ben O'Connor, who's not been top three. Thibaut Pino has not been in top three, and Tim Merlier, who's not been in top three. I got zero. You have Roglic though, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah we have. So yeah. we all, all are equal. Three. So it yeah. just washes everything I mean, out. I know that has Ethan Hader been in the top three? No. I don't think so. Alaphilippe. Nope. No, our Remco, our Remco. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah so, no. Yeah. All right. And I have then Jake Stewart, and that's no. We're all equal then. Yeah. Still, okay. Uh, there we go. Next story. Um, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring it up. No, no, Nairo. Uh, the UCI has announced that Nairo Quintana has been disqualified from the 2022 Tour de France after testing positive for tramadol on two occasions during the race. He finished sixth, uh, but some samples. Uh, it, it, apparently contain the presence of tramadol and its two main metabolites on stage 7 and 11 of the race. Since March 19, 2019, tramadol has been banned from in-competition use, though testing positive for tramadol doesn't constitute an 
anti-doping rule violation. As such, Quintana is free to continue competing and won't be subjected to a racing ban. Although he was said to start the, the Vuelta, he chose not to, to prepare his defense, quote-unquote. Well, no, that's not a quote. Um, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of at the point where I'm tired of talking about doping and cycling, but I don't think it's ever going to go away. So we, we're going to address it. Um, so break it down. Any, any thoughts on um, being disqualified for a drug that isn't necessarily uh, classified as a performance enhancer, as something that is against the rules for, for WADA? Um, and, um, you know, it, your thoughts on maybe this is just a, you know, we're speculating here with, with um, you know, Quintana, and, and we want to go innocent until proven guilty. But, uh, you know, is, is this potentially, potentially this, the, the detection of this drug an indication of a larger cocktail that he might be enjoying? Like um, stacking. Yeah, yeah, stacking. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you. Yeah, yeah. So uh, thoughts? Well, Paul obviously has a. <laughs> well, I think one of two things. Trimadol is not. It's, it's not a. It, only the UCI uses it as a banned substance. All other sports can use it. It is really? not an illegal a water. You know, for all sports, it is not an illegal drug. Uh, for suspension, as far as I heard and everything, it's a UCI thing. So UCI says, you know, people are abusing this. It's an opiate. And so it's not really an enhancer, but if you're in pain, crash, you know. And I think people were getting those temporary usages, TUEs. TUEs, yeah. Yeah. I think that people were abusing that. And I think some of it, people use it. And I'm guessing, because I'm not a doctor, but I can see to help them relax to sleep because your body is... When you're doing day after day and you're not getting rest, and just if it's just a little bit just to help you knock off, that could be part of it. But on if cycling is the only one that really uses it as a banned substance, pretty much or a naughty naughty substance, yeah. I should say. <laughs> um, it, it, of course, it gets ruled known, right? And then it makes like op cycling is really bad. Well, yeah. I tell you what. There is no other sport. I mean, soccer does not, or football, um, does not have the stringent testing that cycling does. There's no. I don't think there's any sport that's so tight uh, about their their drug testing. So, the general public or the general world public has no clue. They just look at it as well. There they go again. Doping drugs. Dumb. Yeah, yeah. And and it's unfortunate because they're not educated about like no, this is way cycling wow. is just tight. Now, boxing, since I brought it up, they test after the fight to see if it's valid. So, you know, that's how they wow. do it. Um, they do a little bit before. Um, and and if there's a lot of steroids, there's a lot of, you know, prep for that. They'll do whatever. Um, football, NFL, there's just getting a little bit tighter. Major League, at least at one point, there was once you pop positive, they would – Go to the athlete and say, "Hey, you got caught. Knock it off." Second time they tell the team. The third time, then it goes public. So they get three chances to stop wow. what they're doing. So there's there's some ramifications here that we we're serious ramifications here. Number one, um, uh, 
obviously the reputation of Nairo Quintana that is out there. I'm sure there are people who are already going, you know, burn in hell or something like that. Um, and then second of all, the points that he earned, UCI points in the Tour de France, now they're gone. And Arkea Samsic is now staring down the barrel of, of relegation. Um, well, they were down there anyway. They weren't world tour, right? Oh what? yeah, you're yeah. right. Uh-huh. Well, or maybe move up, moving up to the yeah. next level, and now they now they have very little to no chance because they've lost a sixth place in the Tour de France. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, okay, so now that we're we're looking at this, this is this is is whether it is performance enhancing or not. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Where do we stand here? I mean, how do we how do we have a drug that is banned in one situation but isn't banned in so many other situations? So the the biggest race in the world says no, you're gone, but every other race in the world is saying yeah, you're okay. That's what what the fuck? I think that if they were willing to give him that substance during the race, I think the team probably should have known during that time. You know, don't don't do this or else yeah. we'll be kicked out. But I also think that. So he, if he tested positive for it once, I mean, if it's not, if it's kind of more like Paul said, like a naughty substance rather than a banned <laughs> one, I think they should say, hey, just to let you know, I know it's pretty much primarily a painkiller. Just don't do it anymore. Just tell yeah. him. Don't wait until after to get all this done and everything. Just like tell him in the moment, hey, don't do this anymore because this isn't ne- isn't necessarily banned, but it's not necessarily great where we are yeah. right now. It's as simple as that because at that point, if you don't tell him, he's going to keep taking it, which he did. And I think that it's just a communication error that they didn't really want to really want to tell him. Yeah. Because ultimately you tell him, we don't have, we aren't having this conversation and he's yeah. still getting those points for his team. I'm sure there's somebody somewhere who's screaming at their device right now saying it is a signal of a larger 
issue. You know, he's stacking. He's he's high, he's using the tramadol, which is detectable to hide other drugs or something like that, or as part of a performance mm-hmm. cocktail. Didn't um, really help. <laughs> <laughs> it win, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you know, or, or well, it it helped maybe in the fact that he would have been fifteenth place and, and he was yeah. sixth. But um, yeah, that could be a possibility. Certainly, you can't nix that out that he's stacking. He's yeah, that's you know, you can't say, oh no, I think he's just using it like I suggested, just to get over the hump so he can yeah. like mm-hmm. close his eyes. You know, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of potential here and. You know, one thing that this current society is about is jumping to conclusions and, (laughs) you know. We're pretty good at that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think more investigation, more reasons. If if the UCI uh, is going to push this, they they need to push it and be consistent. And consistency is the most important thing. Mm -hmm. Instead of going like, okay, we're just going to take away your tour de France. Yeah. Well, you know, what? What is it? It's, it's it's just a naughty one. So we're taking away your Tour de France wins because that's where you pop positive, as, as opposed to listen, you're done for the rest of the year. Yeah. Let's let's build a defense. You present yourself with you, why this is, and then we will make that judgment. Yeah. And then we can reestate you. And then we on the re- tour. yeah we remove the tour points after the case is exactly. closed. It's guilty before proven. Y- yeah. 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 So, All right. but you know we like to. Just fling mud. Yeah. That's what Twitter's all about. Exactly. <laughs> oh, understatement of the year. Um, gentlemen, letter grade on how clean our sport is. <laughs> I love the pause. Yeah. Well, it's, I know this is lame and I know this sucks. I don't, it's, it's an, it's, it's a question that I almost don't know if I can answer because I don't know if I have enough information to be able to provide a letter grade. I yeah. mean, yeah, I don't, we're I don't, all speculation. Yeah, right? yeah and that's yeah. what's that's what's tough about it is it's like I would love to say it's 100 percent clean, but I also don't have enough information to say that. So it's just I don't know if I can, and I know I I'm sorry that's that fair. that's that's no, a lame that's answer. Fair. You choose not to answer. Uh, I I, w- I would have said a B minus C plus. I would say B. I think because of the I, the testing that's pretty. Yeah, we we have a biological the, test uh, passport also that no other the, sport has, and that he was caught. Exactly. There's Means another factor. Testing's yeah. there. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. Because people are like, well, what happened to it all? Yeah. But I also go to those people who, the David Millers, the um, yeah. Jonathan Vodder, all those guys who came through and, you know, purged their sins and said, listen, this generation's a little bit different. They're yeah. racing. Everybody's focusing on speed, but I think it was Jonathan Vodder's and Nine Lives in his book. He's like, the conversation at the table when when I was racing, was all about, you know, mumbling about what drug or did you do this or blood yeah. doping, blah, 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 blah. Now it's like, hey, did you get that, you know, whatever, you know, did you see my posting on Instagram or did you? <laughs> but, I mean, it's like fun stuff. And it's like yeah. that was refreshing. And, and it's oh, like wow. their minds are different. Um, mind you, he God, wrote that three, so. four years ago. But um, but I, hopefully that's that's what I have to cleave to. And I, I would like to we think. have to go through. This. We have to think this way yeah. or or we're not we're not cycling fans no. anymore. We yeah. become bitter. We become mm-hmm. angry, you know, and, and we go from there. So my, my next story, which is going to lead into our topic. We may, don't worry, Paul. I, I promise I won't be this miserable. <laughs> but we did miss talking about the big dirt weekend here in the United mm-hmm. States, Leadville and Steamboat. Uh, Keegan Swenson successfully defended his title at Leadville. 
um, and he uh, also at Steamboat, which uh, which is an amazing weekend of events. Uh, winning time for for Leadville, um, he beat it by eleven minutes um, in six hours and one second. And being as somebody who has competed that event in that event, it's fucking fast. <laughs> Mine was double that. Well, I, I I made it under the twelve hour mark, but that that's mm-hmm. fucking fast. Um, so no belt buckle for you then. I do have a belt buckle. I it's, thought it was after ten. Right there, ten hours. No, it's it's twelve hours. Twelve, yeah, 12 it's, hours. It's back there. Oh, it's back there up there against the wall. I should have put it in the bar, but I never no, put it in the bar. No, oh, I'm what? sorry. What? This is no. rim break bar. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, and uh, Hannah Otto for the women. Um, and and I, I just wanted to say about that. But I, I do want to comment on the fact that there was zero TV coverage. Um, my 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 ongoing uh, beef with um, flow bikes. Um, but but I shouldn't I shouldn't bash flow bikes because they're trying to do something. They're trying to create. They're trying to bring content to to us yes they have some flaws in their programming but but you know what so do i you know there are times when our theme doesn't play or something like that you know and and that's tiny and i I, you know a quarter of the audience um but but the fact that it was not televised in any way shape or form um is is a shame uh would you I, i know paul's answer but would you have watched it if it was there um at all even highlights um i mean i've watched videos on it already um, you have yeah okay um where just on various writers youtube pages sure. stuff like that um i mean instagram you can find a lot of stuff on it um but i think that it there might be a reason why it's not televised yet um and i think it's that that indie Ness, I know mm-hmm. that's not a word, but of uh, of what gravel is, and I don't know if it is necessarily wanted to be on TV yet. Like gravel and mountain bike and that whole entire thing. I don't know if that's the point yet. What's not being wanted to be? Is it the people? Is I don't it know if it's like the promoters. Culture? Is it the I culture? think it's the culture. I don't really? think. I think. I mean, oh my god, you're telling me the lifetime could get a tv deal with nbc right now oh my they are taking the millions of dollars that they would give them yeah, yeah. but i and think the technology and the ability yeah. to broadcast a clear signal yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah. but we i have also fucking satellites we got mm-hmm. a signal yeah, yeah yeah exactly but i think once you begin to televise it on those mainstream type of platforms then i think a lot of people you're going to get talking about the spirit of what it is again sure. and do we want all this publicity so it's i wonder if it's almost intentional with the lack of television te- like televised coverage it's funny you should bring that up because there were there have been some uh grumblings about the culture of gravel over mm-hmm. these last couple weeks with with gravel worlds which happened yeah. last week in unofficial gravel worlds it's not the actual UCI yeah. World Championships, but uh, and and Leadville and um, Steamboat, um, Pete Stetna. If you follow Pete Stetna on social media, um, of the legendary Stetna family and of Trek Segafredo and, and you know and career before that, um, Pete ran into some situations in these last races which he was very vocal about and and in my opinion in a good way. Number one about about uh, feeding situations where where there's this unwritten rule 
um, in certain races that some people take hydration packs, some people take bottles. And if they have bottles, they stop at a feeding station and they, and they replenish. And the people with hydration packs don't wait, but they don't attack, if you know what I'm saying. Um, so that was the first one. And then the second one in Gravel Worlds this last weekend, there was, there was a tandem in the field of riders. Um, obviously, um, and, and the, this was not just some tiny, you know, Pat Bulger and his wife on a tandem. These were <laughs> world-class cyclists on a tandem. And, and, and the Gravel Worlds race, the, the majority of the climbs were, were like 50 to you know, hundred feet in elevation, but they were constant. But on a tandem, if you've ever ridden a tandem, fucking you can crush that stuff. And and it and these guys flew and they changed the dynamic of the race. What I'm saying is we're 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 talking about gravel and the and the and the 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 indiness mm-hmm. of the culture, but are we reaching a point where some guidelines commandments need to come into the picture that that might change it and maybe ruin it yeah i don't know i think it's tough um because i mean i think in the tandem case i think that there's a different category because that's a different bike altogether and i think that like we talk about e-bikes they should have their own categories i think that there should be a little regulation there um but with the feed zones i mean that in any race in a in a fondo and anything like that there's not really a rule around that it's just kind of how racers choose to race and if you want to take a bottle or if you want to take a hydration pack that's on you and i mean if you want to complain about that that's just kind of how it goes you can't tell somebody no you have to stop right now because in reality they don't Mm -hmm. they can just keep going and roll on and sure it's going to suck but that's kind of the strategy of the game. If they're the ones on the top of the podium at the end of the day, they played it right and you didn't. Yeah, That's what's tough about bike racing. It's not, oh, a friendly pat on the back anymore. It's, I'm going to win the prize money at the end of the day. Yeah. Well, I think th- that's part of that um, growth period, what they're going through. Um, I, 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 I do believe that they have tandem areas. I mean, tandem categories, so mm-hmm. you can do that race. But the problem is, like in a UCI race, when we are on a circuit, you yeah. cannot draft off of if we overtake another or you fall back off of, let's say I'm on sure. cat one, two, yeah. and the threes mm-hmm. are behind me, I fall back. I can't use those threes to get me back up, or they can't use me to advance there. Yeah. yeah. So that's where that falls through the cracks a little bit. So I'm mm-hmm. sure, but if, when you don't have rules then everything, like you're saying, applies. Yeah. <laughs> There's no rule that I, I have to wait. It's just unwritten rule. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> to me, I think the organizers in, as individual just to say, listen, there's no waiting. There's the, If you don't like it, you don't have to race here. The problem is, <laughs> is promoters want money and they want participants. Yeah. And so they don't. they seem to be pulling back a little bit and let everybody bicker a little bit. It, it, that's how it appears to me for somebody who doesn't and and it's like <clears throat> in order to stop this problem listen i'm doing a gravel race you can wear backpack stuff you can water bottle there's no need to wait there's no need to do any of that you can use aero bars you can do anything uh, women can run i mean if you're going to run those rules women can be have like 
like in running, they have pacers, guys that yeah. actually go out and mm-hmm. let all that happen. And we ran into that with a uh, Lord De Crescenzo Lord last Pace. year. Yeah. 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 So if there's no rules, there's no reason not to. And and for those that complain and don't like it, then don't come to this event. I know that sounds harsh, but that's the only way to solve this problem. Unless mm-hmm. you lay down these rules, then we lose that indie, independent. The whole thing yeah. is just mm-hmm. like, hey, we're out here to have fun. Apparently not. That's the, not what's happening. Yeah. We're not having yeah. fun. The growing pains are immense. Yes. And um, I just... I'm I'm wondering if we're gonna go down the same path that that mountain biking turned into, and then and then we end up with with cross country mountain bike racing being a fucking forty five minute race. Yeah, with people hauling in rocks and yeah. creating a yeah. course, which which is cool, but mm-hmm. it's not cross country. Well, uh, race. Uh, on the TV thing, I want to touch on that. If TV doesn't come into play, these big sponsors are gonna go away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, e- even if individual these, you know. Uh, guys that are doing their YouTube, they're not going to get the coverage that you would have on on TV. So yeah. something's got to give at that point. Well, that's a perfect segue. Thank you. Um, it, it brings me to our topic for tonight um, that I want to talk about the popularity of cycling in each of its disciplines. Um, in, in, in terms of the multiple disciplines for the sport. So talk to me about your... Um, you know, I get. I, I don't need to talk about our, you know, our individual passions for the sport. But in terms of following the race element, um, we, you know, we we've been talking this year about our, our waning interest in some elements, you know, higher or lower. We we can all agree that we are probably road is our preferred method of of, of following the sport, following the racing elements of the sport. Um, Talk to me about your interest levels in mountain biking and cross and cyclocross in gravel and in track. Where do you stand in terms of watching any of these these types of racing? Um, I mean, I'll watch. I like to watch uh, mountain biking here and there uh, when it's on, like for the big races. Like I'll watch. I'll try and watch the mountain bike world championships. Um, <coughs> but yeah, mostly you know I like cyclocross here and there but i mainly kind of stick to the road element of it which is kind of funny you know longest and most statistically boring boring. yeah Yeah. um but yeah i don't know i think it's because i have gone through it so much that i kind of understand it a little bit more um but that's i think i go there mostly i never i i don't i don't think i've ever watched a track race before um but yeah that's that's what i'm mostly kind of honed in on Interesting. Yeah. Well, it, it's obvious I watch a lot of road. That's yeah. Not, mm-hmm. I, I think the next is cyclocross. I get a kick out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't enjoy racing it. I mean, I did several races for a couple of years. It's it's just not my gig. You yeah. Know? And I think a lot of it because road. I have so much put so much energy in road cycling. I'm ready to turn it down, you know, a notch and not get so serious. And and cyclocross isn't. It has a little bit more relaxed feeling, yeah. But that's not why I race. I don't race the, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. just me. That's, yeah. For those who do it, I think it's great, uh, just to have fun, so, you know, sits and giggles and stuff. Mountain biking, um, I have to say, I'd never raced mountain bikes. I never had really interest. I've mountain biked several times for for years and never really got into it. I, yeah. I just, it's not my gig. Um, and track, that was probably i like it 
but um, you, to be honest with you, you mentioned it in that in uh, the feed zone that why isn't it popular? I mean, it's it's a stadium. It's, it's like the perfect storm of, yeah. of, of entertainment. Yeah, but I think it is not it's not very explainable. Like Matt Sprint has kind of gone away where people are just standing there on bikes and trying to get somebody. That blows people away. You mentioned the the, uh, the Madison. It's like Madison's that's confusing, confusing as, as hell. Yeah. I mean, unless you're an enthusiast, you're like, what the, yeah. what's going on here? Who's you know? where? Why, yeah, why is that yeah. Why is that guy going by? And there's another guy slowing down, and all of a sudden he's faster than the other Riders guy. Riders you know, flying, flying all, all over. It's hard yeah. to keep track. Points um, race, you got to do math. Yeah. And, that, and who likes that? Fuck Don't that. even talk to <laughs> right? me about that, yeah. So, but <laughs> Missing out. I missing do, out, at least you understand there's a field involved. Uh, you know, well, and, and, and even look at the pursuit and the team pursuit. Yeah, It's like you have a split screen. You know, and they take off at opposite ends, and you're seeing, <coughs> oh, oh, he's got a wheel on this guy. It's that's not yeah. really all that thrilling. I mean, it's fun. I'm sure it's fun to race, and I always wanted to race the track, but for viewing, unless yeah. you have somebody racing mm-hmm. or you race yourself, you're no. not going to understand. No, it's not a very uh, which which surprises me because you know we have a history. In this country, Madison Square Garden mm-hmm. was a velodrome. That's what it was ah, built for. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, you know, obviously, the you know the history of our, our cultural in the sport. You know, with um, um, why am I forgetting his name? Um, Taylor, Major Ta- Taylor. Major Taylor. Uh, you know, we have a history, but uh, we don't see it. We don't see that participation anymore. And it, it's so weird because we do have tracks in this country, and mm-hmm. we do have I mean, talk about tele televised, ready. Mm-hmm. It's it's fucking dialed. You know, it's all it's it's in a stadium. It's a yeah. sport. So, um, I mean, personally, I've uh, <coughs> excuse me. I um, it's it's across the board. I mean, I've 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 done a, I've done a good deal of everything. Um, my cyclocross experience is not exactly what it should be. But I've raced on the track. I've raced on the gravel. I've raced on the mountain. I, I love all of all of the different styles for what they are. But when I tend to watch something on TV or or online, it's going to lean towards road. Um, and why do you think that is for you? It it seems to be more understandable um, in terms of. I, I like watching the athletes versus the athletes versus the athletes versus the course, mm-hmm. which is what mountain bike sometimes tends to be. Um, cyclocross, I do like cyclocross, but at that time of year. I mean, I wouldn't mm-hmm. watch cyclocross all year round. Yeah. Um, and, and sometimes, to be honest, my personal opinion is that uh, cyclocross is – Mountain bike racing is the current version of mountain bike cross country is is just basically a cyclocross race with a lot more rocks thrown in and suspension bikes. Yeah, and um, and, and that bothers me because I grew up in the purity, what I consider the purity of, of mountain bike racing, where it was, uh, you know, forty fifty mile cross Big country loop. races, yeah. huge loops. Um, my wife and I went to the world champ championships. In Canada, we drove up there. We stayed. You know, we it was nearby. We were there. We watched. You know, the Tomac years, the Juliana mm-hmm. Furtado years. The, you know, it's fucking poetry back then. And I know I'm sounding like an old man, but um, 
Paul, you're the guy who watches entire stages of, of road stages. What keeps you in- engaged? On road? Yeah. Um, I think, it, you know, just the same like I brought I'm, – I'm making this a boxing theme. I, I love yeah, the strategy thing. I like – it is a big chess match. And, and this year in the tour, you know, we're lucky enough to see the start. And at kilometer zero, you can start figuring out who's doing what. What is the plan? And – to me, the best stage of this tour explains what Yumbo Visma was going to do the whole time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. From from day, I mean, kilometer zero, it was just chaos, and and but it was orderly chaos, and and I, <laughs> I and I love it. And other teams were confused because this is not how it's supposed to be done, and I think it's a good period here for road cycling for people to start watching because it's not a two-hour snoo- snooze fest yeah. where the El Patron is saying, yeah. nobody gets to attack, yeah. let the break out, let's chase it down. That became so formulaic that that even I, you know, I don't care if I watch the first two hours, but now I could sit really you know, for a four-hour race. You know, you know, I'm doing other things and hear the pitching of voices, you know. Yeah, the, and, the yeah, commentators. Yeah, you can hear, you can hear like something's happening, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, but you know the other the other sports like uh, you know cyclocross to be honest with you on TV, it's something to do and it's it has some that names time right of year now. We're desperate yeah. for it. Yeah, yeah. And, and we have like Pidcock and we have uh, Vanderpool. You know, Vanderpool. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, yeah. but unfortunately the the hardcore just guys that do cross once. Those guys are in there. You don't even see them. The camera's following the leaders majority of the time. Yeah. And every once in a while, flashback to people fighting for fifth and sixth place. Sure. You know. Yeah. And, and and unfortunately for them, it's it, – the early part of cyclocross is great because Van Art and uh, Matthew <laughs> and, and, and Pidcock are too busy doing something else. Yeah. That's where it's really like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. And they come in and it just blows, blows it apart. apart. Yeah, exactly. Um, Jackson, would a 30-minute to one-hour coverage of a road race uh, make it better or worse? Uh, for, for you and for the watching public? I think for me, I like the whole thing. Um, you do? Okay. Yeah. I mean, because I obviously, I mean, I fast forward because, you know, transition stages, I don't need to watch Peter Sagan take another gel, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But then also, but then also with things like Perry Roubaix, I didn't fast forward. Mm-hmm. I yeah. watched the whole thing from start to finish, yeah. and you can ask my fiance; it was very boring for her yeah. <laughs> the whole time. But um, for I think for the people really beginning to get into it, I think that could be useful. And that's what that's what I think GCN does really well is you mm-hmm. have an option of length, like uh, you have options, you know, length yeah. of highlights. You have short highlights which they post on youtube but if you also go through their app they have long highlights which i Mm -hmm. think is really good for the person really getting into it but for the enthusiasts like us i mean i would like a whole stage because i like to hear the commentators takes on things i like to see you know on maybe some of the shorter climbs if some people are attacking to see if there's other strategies stuff like that um and that's what i also do like about it it's it's like for somebody who's kind of younger looking to race more, yeah. it it's a great learning opportunity because you see a lot of these top end athletes like really employing some really interesting, intricate um, strategy that you can sometimes 
take from, tweak to your own race, and then oh, yeah. really learn yeah. from, which I think can be valuable. That's mm-hmm. what I've been doing for the past couple of years is really trying to learn from these pros. Oh, that's that's an interesting way to 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 present it. You know, actually, as you know, I'm watching to to. I, I guess, yeah. Never mind. I I did the same thing. Um, in terms of tying it into this American audience, this is where I was going with this. These alternative racing ideas. We've talked a lot about how to make cycling more appealing to an American culture, and um, I'm going to read from a prepared. Um, press release because i'm sure you guys have heard about this the ncl national cycling league announced the launch of its first of its kind professional cycling league with uh and and i'm reading obviously from their text 60 million riders in the u.s and over 2 billion worldwide wide american professional cycling is positioned to become one of the most popular sports in the world Okay, the laugh was my part. And <laughs> well, we with, joined. And with yeah. Today's, <laughs> yeah, with today's historical announcement, the sport has a new home. The NCL announced a launch of a first-of-its-kind professional cycling league. Launching in 2023, the NCL will organize a series of closed-course, one-to-two-kilometer criterium races. Wow, that sounds fucking revolutionary. Um, in the most iconic locations in major cities around the country, including Miami, Atlanta, Denver, and Chicago, with a championship team decided at the end of the season and awarded the largest prize in the history of Criterium Racing. So it's legions. <laughs> I was thinking the same fucking thing. With with an eye to shifting the athlete experience, the league is designated designed, sorry, its format to ensure gender equality. Um, each team comprised of men and women who receive equal pay and equal resources, which is cool. Yeah. Although men and women will race separately on race day, the results will count equally towards the team's total score. Breaking with the format of traditional bike racing, these races are going to feature a new scoring system that will award points after each lap, ensuring nonstop lead, lead changes, high-stakes drama, and that NCL races will be the most exciting bike races in the world. Designed with the fan experience at its core, sorry for the long read here, the NCL is building a sport of tomorrow by tapping into the power of technology to quantify performance, speed, and health. The technology platform will provide fans with a direct look into the performance of the athletes via wearable technology and virtual ride-alongs during training, qualifiers, and race day. Jackson's already squinting. <laughs> Doubling down on its focus of innovation, NCL races will exist both in the real and virtual world at the same time, oh, empowering man. fans to participate in the metaverse, riding alongside their favorite athletes during real-world NCL races. So this is their press release. To use a little catchphrase, was that press release as clear as vodka or as muddy as a shit stew? It, does it sound pie in the sky or does it sound like, fuck, this is cool? It Okay. <laughs> I always am the person who's like, let's let's do more for cycling. Let's yeah. create something new. It's too much. You think so? I think it is too much. I think that if you create a National League of Criteriums, that's awesome, yeah. But but when it when it when you get the whole like virtual thing, and I don't really care about their stats personally, and then you can write it in the metaverse. I just think it's like it's 
We're just going a little too far. But you don't have to ride in the metaverse. You could. You could hop on on Zwift probably and ride the race and get dropped in a lap. Yeah, I think it's just it's a lot. Is what yeah. I'm trying to say. I think it's just a lot coming out of someone. Like, we're gonna do everything. Yeah. 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 Why don't you just try and do a really fan, not interactive, but uh, uh, fan based uh, Criterium series? I mean, if you really think about it, Criterium is already very fan based in and mm-hmm. of itself. Yeah. Maybe try and get some TV rights. Yeah. From like I said, like an like I said earlier, an NBC mm-hmm. or a GCN. But I think start there because I think when. A lot of the stuff you mentioned, I was very like, there's a lot going on that I almost don't understand. Yeah. And it's just kind of like overwhelming to a point where it's like, ah, I don't want to bother. Yeah. It's too much for me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah my head hurts. Yeah. 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 Paul? Well, uh, <laughs> that yeah. idea of having um, the NCL was, I can't remember what it was called, but in the 90s, they tried that. Paul Dalka was, I think, racing for Austin you race for they cities. They had cities, yeah, like like an uh, and they NFL had drafting. Kind of they they yeah. drafted yeah. and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And and one of the teams or one of the cities drafted uh, Greg LeMond, and they asked Greg LeMond, "So, what do you think about being drafted?" And he goes, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> he had no clue. I never put my name in the the whole. It, so, anyway, that idea, I I think a series like that is good. Like I, I agree with Jackson. Mm-hmm. Uh, to have that ability to hop on your trainer and do their course and try and stay with them. Maybe, I mean, there shouldn't be any scoring or anything, but for no. somebody just to hop on. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and I, yeah, I really yeah, I don't, don't think want you're a part on the, of the race. If I'm watching it on TV, I don't, I don't want to see any where somebody in the virtual world yeah. where they're yeah. holding. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I really don't Jimmy care. Jimmy from Ohio Who, shouldn't be on. Who's no. 270 pounds, yeah. and he puts himself at you know 55 pounds, yeah. and and he's yeah. raising, you know that type. So of I, don't, I don't think that's the I don't think that's the intent. Yeah, I, I so, don't think. But that's why that press release is so vague. I was gonna yeah. say that's what the difficulty is. None of us know. Yeah, yeah, Billy. Yeah, and I think they're shooting high, and mm-hmm. and that's fine when you when you have a big idea, mm-hmm. you're gonna filter it down. But it seems a little bit overwhelming, even for somebody a cycling enthusiast. Yeah. I mean, in Belgium, they have Kermises. Every little town has, like, it's a big party coming out. And look how successful, to me, Tulsa Tough is. I mean, yeah. there's there's yeah. people out there. And, and, and Boise Twilight, that's yeah. been going on for decades. I mean, those things are successful. If they can incorporate that and help fans, you know, create those groups of races into their program. Yeah. You know, work together. But maybe they want to stay away from the uh, USA Cycling. The, I don't know. The concept of the points per lap seems crazy. a little That's much. A lot, it seems like, again, a little too much math. Mm-hmm. Well, it turns into a track race, which people are going to go, I, I don't, yeah. yeah. What's going on here? Yeah. You know, so for, I think, for a fan base, <laughs> I, I, you know, unless they have a running tally, yeah. you know, score. Constantly on your yeah. show. Yeah. Well, and e- even people, how are people going to know that are watching the race? What just happened? You're on the backside of the course and, and turn four. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. so-and-so is ahead. How do you know? What Were they going to broadcast? Were they going to gonna have to use your phone to keep track? Now, so. if you do something like, for example, I, I keep thinking of high school cross-country running. I don't know if it's the same in all, all types of running, where you have a team concept where if your rider, if your finisher 
gets first place, they get so many points. If you get second and fourth, you get those points for those. And then your team, based upon where your riders finish, finish with those overall points. So mm-hmm. let's say you have five riders in, in the men's and five riders in the women, and they all finish in the top five. Holy shit, you're crushing it. You know, kind of like, yeah. you know. And so technically, if I did not, my team did not win, but I got second and third and fifth. I did better than the team that won the fucking race, which is an interesting way. So you have the winners of the race, but you also have the team mm-hmm. winners of the race, just like you do in the Tour de France. You know, you have the, the top placing overall. Paul, you're about to tell well, me. Well, yeah, because I think we got to start. We have to start simple because. If you have to explain the rules in like four paragraphs like you just did, <laughs> that's just a little bit too much for somebody yeah. who wants, what's this all about? But, and, but, and somebody starts explaining, it's like, and that's what happens in the tour. Yeah. What's the most exciting, I think all of us agree, is one day classic races. Yeah. yeah. Winner, the winner is winner, it's simple. Yeah. Uh, America doesn't like ties, that's why they have a problem with football or, or soccer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because they, they're like, this doesn't make sense. And no playoff. You just play your season like Bundesliga and and, yeah. and the one with the best record wins. That's simple. Yeah. Yeah. And and those seem to be thriving, you know. <laughs> and, and not this complexity America has to have like all this, you know, what wild card. You know, I came up from behind. Yeah. You know, and this team started doing better. Well, you started you should have started better at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. You know. So And it's also I also think about the whole lap point system. It's like could you imagine being a racer? And you're 400 watts deep right now. Oh yeah, halfway just, through a lap, and then yeah. you're like, "Wait, I have to be at the front of." The I gotta do the math. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do math. Exactly. Yeah, it's which, uh, which yeah. would allow like DSs or somebody on the radio, so they'd uh-huh. all be on radio saying, "Listen, we're down two points. We need to get somebody up there, so and so." I mean, so yeah. you're gonna have coaches. You have to at yeah. that point, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I, even in a crit, how many times are you thinking? How, are we halfway through this thing? Yeah. I mean, you're hypoxic. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're doing 30 miles an and hour. It, that's why the, the lap boards are gigantic. Yeah. And all that stuff <laughs> yeah. when you come yeah. across when lines. You're, you're just going, oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so let's be brutally honest. Talk to me about your initial thoughts on the staying power. I know we want to support the sport, um, but we can be honest here because we're our independent podcast. I think it sounds cool. I hear it's got some big investors, but I think it's going to fail. Anybody else? I think Paul said it best. I think it's going to start with this huge idea that will eventually be cut back to a little bit simpler ideas. Yay! We're all going to do great! (laughs) And then all of a sudden it turns into shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I I think that... um, you know, to get people interested, I think we have to have the crit series are great. If yeah. if we had a Tulsa Tough type of weekend here in Spokane, it would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It, it does get people. I've even today or this year, people who I know at my my local saying, "Are they ever going to do that downtown crit?" They happen to be at Ordorties, which yeah. people in Spokane don't know. It's it's an Irish bar Good Irish that we pub went downtown, and yeah. they just stumbled into it, and they're like. That's cool. I could I could watch that forever. They didn't know exactly what was going on, but they all that speed and and the, you were announcing yeah. and you you were giving great feedback and they're like, "Oh, you know, and somebody yeah. go up." So that I think they need to focus on, you know, and mm-hmm. that's going to get youth in a little bit and use the existing 
put that money that they're going to do this league um, and put it into the existing, you know, the, the Boise's uh, Twilight, um, Atlanta, um, all these ones that are existing. We've got it. Them. We've got mm-hmm. the magic. Invest in the magic. Yeah, that we exactly. Have. And yeah. just get a little bit more exposed. Get a little more in, like expand expand out Spokane Washington yeah. and yes, you know that please. type of thing yeah. <laughs> yeah and I think you you got something and then you can grow into maybe maybe let's try we're doing success let's try people hey guess what this year we're allowing you to try and stay with the pack yeah you know mm-hmm. and and do teams or do trade teams that are whatever anyway yeah. that's my opinion we already have trade teams. I mean, Legion is a trade team, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and, and people root for or against individual teams or individual riders. Um, and I, I, I think I think I think we have I mean, the crit beef and, and, and all the, you know, the stuff that the, the Williams brothers have created, um, the drama that they've created, whether you like it or not. Americans love that shit. They are real pioneers of that cry of uh, the U.S. crits. Mm-hmm. Oh my scene. God! They're doing amazing things. They're an amazing team, and they're they're they what they do fucking works. I mean, they win a shit ton of races. Um, you, I'm just gonna ask you guys: Are you aware of the Chicago crit series that's happening right now? I think it's 10, 12 days long. That's how no bad shit. I am. Even. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's every day. It's stage, and they, you know, best buddies is there. Super Mike's bikes. <laughs> it, it, it's just what it is. Yeah. It's basically that in Chicago. Wow. I think it just finished this weekend. See, wow. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, this is so no uh, no cow. If you're interested, go to yeah. no cow. Um, uh, their YouTube is Mike from Mike's bikes, yeah. and he's been shooting. They've been shooting a few really of the films and stuff. Um. That's the stuff they need to tap into. Yeah, that's a televised. That's a yeah, that, is. that is yeah that is what track racing could be. But it you know in individual cities and the crowds and the things like that. You know, I've I've watched the Red Hook races, the the mm-hmm. fixie crits, freaking yeah. great to watch. That's what I think. That's what our country needs. Our country in in terms of our American uh, mentality, our our lack of attention span. And I just I think it, it you know a stadium tile style of a, a participatory sport mm-hmm. it'd be yeah. great. Now yeah. I think I think adding into the fact that you could hop on your trainer and try and keep up with the field in your own world it doesn't it doesn't have any basis Bang. upon yeah. the ride at all. But I think it'd be cool because um, there are some people some gearheads some bike some power people. Who who think they can keep up with these riders? It would be a cool experience to go. Oh, but they're not God, hitting the show. corner and bumping yeah. at yeah. thirty two yeah. miles an hour yeah. and and having you know Corey Williams push you out or somebody yeah. else. You yeah. Know. yeah. But it doesn't matter. They get a taste of what it takes for for an hour to like ninety minutes. In yeah. Chicago, they have Balls ninety out. minute. Yeah, exactly. Uh, crits and it is fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but it, if that. If they're gonna do that to get people interested, cool. Yeah. I yeah. think it's great, but I don't. I don't care about the results. This 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 <laughs> yeah. this format sounds like a, a a good idea, but not necessarily like well thought out guy. idea. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, there we go. Um, so um, I'm gonna end up with a, I'm gonna end us with a question. All right, gentlemen, if you had five hundred dollars to spend on anything cycling related right now, you had five hundred dollars. You can only hold. You can't save it. Don't give me that shit. You can't <laughs> save it. 
you you got to spend five hundred dollars today on something cycling related. Now I know we did this back in Christmas. You know we were talking about Christmas gifts and stuff like that. But but this is different. Time you know things evolve. Like for example, I I I just recently found this this uh, concept of Velo Kicks. I've been following Velo Kicks on online i follow their uh their instagram account it, it started out as this kind of custom shoe painting thing which they looked really cool velo kicks is now selling sh- actually what looked like brilliant fucking shoes for like 200 and some bucks i mean considering a normal set of road shoes is like 500 mm-hmm. bucks the high-end stuff and these look brilliant so I, I don't know about them. It, by the way, if anybody knows about Velokex and, and could tell me about them, it looks fucking brilliant. But if I had $500, what would I spend it upon? Jackson, if you had 500 bucks right now when you had to spend it on cycling, what would it be? I would, because of my current needs, I would probably buy some brand new uh, Shimano You're in the Shimano shoes right now. Yeah, I think, I mean... Jonas Vinigo and Wout Van Aert would probably agree, um, yeah. but I, they seem like they would fit my foot really well, um, and yeah, I like the look of them, and I'd probably do that right now, and that would probably fill most of the docket right there. That'd be there. it. That'd Pretty be five hundred bones. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, by the way, Tadej Pogacar, did you guys know that his DMTs are a lace-up shoe? Mm-hmm. They're a lace-up. N- they're knit too. Yeah. That's what these fellow kicks are. They're mm-hmm. gorgeous. They're it's a knit shoe. It's really yeah. pretty with boa. Jiro's has been doing lace up knit. I have some. I have. I don't have lace up knit Jiro shoes, but I have some uh, some lace up road and mountain shoes, and they're great. I just I gotta admit, in a road shoe though, I like to be able to reach down and go, you know, mm-hmm. tighten it up a little bit. That's my only problem with laces. Paul, if you had five hundred bucks, what would you buy? Well, it hinges on whether you buy my my TT bike, and then I would take <laughs> that money plus the five hundred. And there's an, in the pro closet. There's this uh, BMC. It's a, a T machine O two. Oh, I rode an O one, and it's two thousand and twelve. That's when I got my first BMC road bike. Yeah, and the T machine, and it, it fit, and it was like a great ride for me. So it's a model down, but they have it on sale. So that would cover the cost. Are we talking bike or just It's frame? a frame. Just no, a frame. I, am I buying just a frame? A frame. See, See i got to find componentry now. Yeah. yeah you're fucking killing me. Well, and it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, if I had 500 bucks, I would probably right now invest in a set of rim brake wheels um and i've been i've been pros closeting it mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm scared of pros closet i'm really scared of pros closet i don't because? know why just because it's i mean i see the scratches and stuff like that and i'm like going oh yeah well, I see well mine every do you feel day. better with the ah! <laughs> it always comes back <laughs> oh man thanks everybody yeah. i'm gonna go have another <laughs> shot of bourbon and, and drink to forget no um <laughs> Oh, I canceled a fucking show because of that scratch. On <laughs> I was so de- destroyed. Yeah. Um, and your son's still playing it. He is. And, 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 well, well. and as well you should. As funny. well you should. Yeah, I'm going to piss on your wedding cake now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is that um, champagne? Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, what? Oh, what? Oh, it's sterling. I like I, the taste. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
That's a cannon. Uh, no, that's a, uh, a dodgeball dodge dodge reference. Yeah, I yeah. almost said cannonball, which is really makes me old. But I would, I would probably buy a set of 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 uh, rim brake carbon rim, and I would do, I would do uh, tubulars. Yeah. I do. I almost said sew ups. Mm-hmm. I would do sew ups because uh, I just think it's. I think it'd be a great set of wheels. Yeah. So that's probably what I'd, why I'd blow my five hundred bucks on. Here's the thing about Pro Closet: they do warranty. They're used. Yeah. Obviously, that type of thing. Do you know where they started? I don't want to plug them too much. No, you can plug them. Yeah. So the, we don't what know it was them, but this, yeah, this guy who who all these pro teams had a bunch of leftover gear, so he would sell it online. Mm. Okay. And it just started blossoming and going yeah. on and on and on. So he created this, and they have now mechanics and people doing research. So when they get used stuff, buy used stuff, they yeah. look at it and say, "Oh, this is superficial scratches, that type of thing." Yeah. And they try to be upfront. So hey, pros closet. Uh, yeah, you wanna, <laughs> sponsorship <laughs> deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want us to talk about something every week, we'll do that. Yeah. So, uh, so there we go. Um, let us know on social media what you would buy with 500 bucks. It'd be an interesting discussion. So everybody, check out packfiller.com. Look to our Patreon program. By the way, I, I have to plug this. We're kicking it off officially this fall, but we're going to be supporting uh, Movember Foundation to fight cancer and to fight suicide. That's, that's a big realm of mm-hmm. things in which to fight. So, uh, so there we go. Paul, how do you think you predict your placing this weekend? Positive thoughts. Positive, positive, positive thoughts. Positive. Not in last place. All right. All right. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So top six. <laughs> yep. All right. And everybody, by the way, go uh, support a race. Go to a race. You know, don't don't wait for the last minute to sign up because that 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 makes promoters freak out and they cancel races. And I I have been watching the participation numbers in this in this race and it's just it makes me sad. Well, kudos to Ace because he said. Yeah. They re, they're not going to make money if they didn't have fifty. Yeah. They didn't have fifty by by the deadline. He said, "I'm doing it anyway." So, Ace at Wenatchee, uh, yeah. Wenatchee Valley, uh, Valley uh, yeah. Velo. Valley Velo. Yeah. Thanks. There we go. Well, go fast, man. I'll try. Yeah. Yeah. Riverside do. down. Riverside yeah. down. Don't let your brain affect anything else. Shut your brain off, and just pedal hard. There you go. That's what I said. That's what they said. That's what my father always said. It's all in the legs. Yep. He also said a lot of other things. Well, my, my dad wouldn't screw be you, Pat. Yeah, yeah my dad wouldn't be listening this far into the show. Yeah. So I can say, oh, whatever. You talk too much in the show. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. We'll catch you next week. Yep. <laughs> I just revealed a lot. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.